Hey, this is Adam with Mile High Stash, the podcast that asks what five albums you would take to a remote Colorado cabin in the event of a zombie apocalypse. Um, armed with only food, water, and a crank-powered Victrola, of course. Um, usually I write a little something down, some notes for these intros and and then kind of vamp off it. But today I guess I'm just feeling grateful to all the the people who came out to number 38 in Denver recently to see my live recording of Mile High Stash um, with Foxfeather, the fantastic Longmont, Colorado band. Um, they played uh, two sets and I interviewed them in between those sets. Um, Carly and Laura are amazing songwriters and performers and amazing people. And it was a big leap of faith for me to get up in front of an audience for the first time ever, not to play the drums, which I'm used to, um, and being behind the cymbals and stands and shit, but um, uh, just to talk, that was really terrifying. I don't know if I understood whether or not that was something I could do. So it was it was a fun night. Um, number 38 sort of has three different areas. Um, it, we had the main room, uh, but we could still hear folks outside and in the other room um, watching basketball and, and also just having another a small event so it felt a little wild but maybe that was good <laughs> um but still um, i'm looking forward to doing another live mile high stash um episode um on saturday june 3rd with steve varney of uh, gregory allen isakov's band at the much more intimate uh roots music project in boulder you can go to rootsmusicproject.org to reserve your free ticket to that event. Um, the, the tickets are free, but there are not that many available. So I would do that as soon as you can. All right. Here's my chat with Carly and Laura of Fox Feather. We have some great guests coming up on Mile High Stash, including Sarah Cahoon, um, the Baseball Project, Bill Stevenson of The Descendants, Joy Adams, a big Richard and a lot more, but I wanted to make sure to share the Fox Feather conversation before I forgot. Um, I also don't want to forget to thank 105.5 The Colorado Sound for their support and for their 24 hours a day of great, diverse music. Um, you can listen at coloradosound.org or at 105.5 on your FM dial if you're uh, in the Denver, Boulder uh, Fort Collins area. All right, we will talk on the other side. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> so thank you to number 38 for hosting the first ever live recording of um, the Mile High Stash podcast. And um, how many of you have ever heard an episode of Mile High Stash? Yeah, okay. Um, the basic, 
crazy theme of the podcast is asking mostly local musicians what five albums they would take to a remote Colorado cabin in the event of a zombie apocalypse. So in this scenario, we have the lovely Laura and Carly of Foxfeather stranded in, in this cabin together. And um, we'll get to all that later, you know. But first, um, is this the 10th year of Foxfeather? Is that correct? Yes. So, so we... Our first EP came out in 2014, but um, Fox Feather began in August of 2013. We have been playing together for a lot longer than that, um, yeah. like seven more years than that. But Fox Feather became a thing at Folks Fest in August of 2013. Before that, it was just Carly and Laura writing songs. In I heard that it was Carly house. E. Laura. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 technically yeah. Carly E. Laura, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, when it was official, when it became official, it was Foxfeather. But you've known each other since high school in Telluride. Are you from Colorado? Uh, I was born in Colorado. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, but grew up in Texas. Yeah. So. Do you remember the day that you met? No. I... Not exactly the day that we met, but we do both have a memory of, like, the day that we became kind of friends. Okay. Um, at a high school party in Telluride. Dancing, Dancing to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Just yeah. the two of us. Yeah. And we were and, like, oh, maybe we should like each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you ended up um, both getting into CU Boulder. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was one of those, like forced to hang out because we didn't know anyone else and then like the first night we were like wait no we should really like each other yeah <laughs> it was really fun yeah. and you started making music together at CU Boulder you like you hadn't really before that is that right yeah 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 we started with just like doing covers at open mic nights freshman yeah. year of college sophomore year of college we um lived together with a couple other friends and that's when we started writing our own stuff. Do you remember the first song you wrote together? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. It was called Something Good. Is that available on the things or is that just no. buried? No. It's recorded somewhere on an album. You gotta get us like a little liquored up around a campfire at night yeah. To, yeah. to get us to get the courage mm -hmm. to do that yeah. one. It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. It's all about partying and Smoking weed and quitting your job. Quitting your job. It's like a Sublime song. That's what we did hard. listen to a lot of Sublime then. Oh, okay. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so after almost 10 years together, your songs are really all over the place and genre wise. So what constitutes a Foxfeather song? What makes something a Foxfeather song? I mean, it's, I would say the number one thing is the lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, they like really are proud of yeah the lyrics and a message something we try and have like some kind of message that everyone can relate to um but they're also very personal and just something that makes you feel anything and yeah. then you know we bring that song to the band and it just kind of becomes developed into um whatever it's going to become sometimes you sit down and write a song together and sometimes one of you brings a song in most of the time we sit down together and write, um, or we write separately and then come together to make the song. But um, 
But no, we've we've been playing with solo writing a little bit more and more. Um, we've always kind of done it, but we feel that when we work together, we create stronger music. Um, so, so yeah, so we we like to co-write, um, but that doesn't mean we exclusively co-write. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Lots of the songs seem to be from a very powerful woman's perspective, you know. Well, I mean. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's almost the opposite of a song like um, Under My Thumb by the Rolling Stones or Just Like a Woman. I mean, and when you write something that ostensibly is from the perspective of a woman who's been through some shit and might kick your ass, you know, does it inspire a larger conversation about your lives, about what you've been through? I would say it goes both ways. So it starts with that conversation or it, or it leads into that conversation. But yeah. definitely we pull from what we're going through and, you know, or what the women around us are going through when we write a, a song that pertains to that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a 13-year-old kid. You don't want to pigeonhole anyone. You know. yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you've known each other since you, you were teenagers. So what advice might you have for your 13-year-old selves? Uh, fuck the haters. No, I... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it gets better than 13. Yeah. Um, and just hold on to the kind of person that you think you want to be and... Um, and don't let anyone push you around. Yeah. yeah. Off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, anything? Yeah, and like find your support system and um, the things that are weird at 13 are usually cool once you get a little bit older. Yeah. 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 Be weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah be yeah. weird. <laughs> okay, so you will have no support system when you are stranded in a cabin in the mountains in Colorado. Yeah. Is there somewhere that you picture when I say this? Because you've been in Colorado for so long. When I picture being stranded on a mountain in Colorado? Yeah. No. 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 I, there's nowhere I'm picturing. Except maybe like there's that horror movie that came out a million years ago that was like in a cabin. Oh. That's like every horror movie. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So that. And yeah, then so you that. said zombies, which I'm like, that's the, my biggest fear. Really? Zombie, well, maybe not my biggest, but it's a big one. Yeah. Zombies are like very scary yeah. things. But no, it, no. Laura, anywhere you imagine? I mean, you say cabin in, in the mountains. I initially go to like Gold Hill, yeah. and, you know, which is one of my favorite places in the world. So it makes sense. If there was a zombie apocalypse, I'd probably run up there. Yeah. Ride. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, I like Gold Hill. <laughs> Okay, so let's start with two albums that both of you could possibly agree on. Just two? Let's start with two. Okay. We had, this is, this is a hard thing. We had a little bit of notice, but yeah. uh, this has been a difficult task for us. So I would say uh, In the Eyes of Strangers, mm -hmm. Melissa Ferrick. Melissa Ferrick, yep. 
I've never heard of this person, I have to admit. Yeah, that's okay. Melissa how, do you, how do you spell her name? Uh, Melissa. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then F-E-R-R-I-C-K. Has F- anyone here heard of this singer? Yeah, Melissa Farrick. One, two. Yeah. Okay. Love Melissa yeah. Farrick. So yeah, that one for sure. And she speaks for both of you. This is this is correct. Oh yeah, yeah. our okay. answers would be different probably if it was like separate. But right. the but ones where we're like, that one would be on both together. of our list, and it's on our list together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And why? Why that one? Um, she was an instructor of ours at song school, oh. um, which was like a songwriting workshop at Planet Bluegrass and Lions. Yeah. And we went to that workshop for about ten years. And she was, yeah, an instructor of ours the first year we ever went and was just really influential. Um, and that album, we can just word for word sing, yeah. like, every, yeah, every word to the very end. And it's just one of those yeah. good memories of driving down in the band and singing yeah. along. So she's, she's a great songwriter. It's very raw, very emotional, very just she lays it all out there, all the pain. And um, and then her performance style is just the same, just all out there. So she, yeah, she's she's great, and that album is awesome. So there is a uh, Spotify playlist for Mile High Stash, and every time somebody chooses an album, we put one song from that album on there. So we'll make sure to put Melissa yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Um, number two, Joni Mitchell Blue. We both agreed on that. Say that again? Joni Mitchell Blue. Oh. Joni yeah. Mitchell Blue. How do you spell jo- Joni? <laughs> Joni. <Okay. No. laughs> yeah. So why Joni Mitchell? I mean, not, not just why Joni Mitchell, but why that album? I mean, I just feel like that. Honestly, like, I love Ladies of the Canyon. That's probably the one I listen to the most out of all of hers. But, um... I think Blue is just like the quintessential Joni Mitchell, like encapsulated into an album of, of yeah. heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> it's just wonderful. So, yeah. Why you, Laura? Do you have a better answer? Um, no, not really. Yeah. But it's just Joni Mitchell Blue. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 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 It's so, if you've heard it, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to check out this Joni Mitchell person because, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, one of your lyrics, and I want to ask you who wrote this, was, you think I fucking learned, but I'll hold you inside for the rest of my life. Yeah. Which one of you? You wrote that? Can I ask you who the ghost is in that song? Uh, yeah. So, um... Hmm, I've never answered this question. So, okay, I'll start with who the ghost is, but actually I'll get to that. As as a songwriter, a lot of the time as we go through playing these songs for a few years, the story in my brain changes. Right. So this initial idea of what I'm writing about Three years later, I might not even remember that that's what it was about because it's become a completely new story for me to tell. Um, So the ghost has been a few people, but I do remember it is initially about, and Laura, correct me if I'm wrong because you were there, (laughs) but about our old bass player who was a great friend of ours who is no longer in the band. He's alive, 
but he's just <laughs> you didn't kill him. He's we didn't kill him, but we thought about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we thought about it, but he, uh, yeah, he that's that's who that's about. So yeah, yeah we had a big thing, and uh, yeah. and so yeah, and that is what that song's about originally. But again, it has taken a few different versions in my head. Um, yeah. Because that's what songs do. They develop. The story develops. Yeah. If there's anybody here who has never been in a band, then you might not know that it's like being married to mm-hmm. a, a bunch of people at the same time. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> is. which is hard, but it's also hard on the people who you're actually with because, you know. Yeah. It is. And, and then you get divorced and it's messy. And yeah. You have to decide who gets the children and things like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, hope, crossing our fingers, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you write a song and then Carly sings it and it's about something you went through, what's it like to hear Carly singing it? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like she embodies it. You know, if I bring something that's deeply personal, there's just kind of like an underlying... Um, I don't know, acceptance when, like, if I bring a song, I'm like, here's a line or something, you know, it's, it's still collaborative, but she's like, okay, I know what this is about and yeah. kind of picks up on it, and it just becomes like a fox feather song rather than, like, her singing my song. Right. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Um, I definitely, there's some that, I think I just sort of have to internalize some of them and make them about me, even if I know that's not how it initially started. Or, or at least Im- imagine a story in order to perform it with everything. Um, and so there's still some songs where it, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not about me, you know. And I, but, but a lot of the time, I think just to get it out there and perform it the way I have to, I have to sort of be like, okay, this is now, I have to like put on the mask or something, you know. Yeah. Okay, album number three and four. And this is tough, huh? Okay. This was really hard. Yeah. I think, should we do the, yeah. Yeah. It's Rilo Kylie, and we have gone back and forth between more adventurous and the execution of all things. We can't decide between those two. We can't decide which one. Just make a mixtape. A Just make tape. a mixtape of both. Okay, you know? that's allowed. Right. Greatest good. hits. <laughs> yeah. Our favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other one. Oh, yeah. I'm forgetting. Um, oh, oh. Oh. Go ahead. Asleep at the Wheel. Nice. Ride with Bob, Ride with Bob. which isn't actually Asleep at the Wheel. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of more contemporary musicians doing Asleep at the Wheel songs oh. on a compilation album and yeah. we love it and it's gotten us through the hardest times the best of times and a lot of road trips and yeah. lots of dance parties yep. yes awesome especially with carly's parents yeah mm-hmm. yeah thanks mom she she showed me that yeah, yeah. asleep at the wheel so but is, your right, mom, is your mom here my mom's right there oh my God. and her dad hi mom what my dad's here too I don't know where he is. Oh, he's right there. Hi, Dad. And my sister's here. My sister's here? My sister's here. Okay, so I would like to 
make an announcement, if it doesn't embarrass you, if I can say this, that mom and dad are about to be grandparents. They are. Yes. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, this is non-alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> or is it? No, it is, it is. <laughs> so there's gonna be a little fox. There's gonna be a little, yeah, they're called kits. Really? K-I-T. Wow. A kit. Wow. Yeah. You learn something every day. Yeah. No? Um, if you two were stranded, you've known each other for so long, if you were stuck somewhere, especially in a very traumatic situation where you could be eaten, you know, that could happen. Mm -hmm. um, what would you be grateful for about each other? And what would instantly trigger you that you're already incredibly sick of about, it, about each other? We have another set to play, so don't get us in a fight. <laughs> Wait, it was what are, what are we grateful for and what? And what are you what grateful for and what would you instantly be triggered by? Oh, triggered by. Yeah, yeah. Adam. <laughs> in Boulder, we use these words, triggered and yeah. uh, mindful and <laughs> conscious, you know. Um, I would be grateful that we were together mm -hmm. and that one of us probably remembered to pack a bottle of tequila. Um, I don't know what my trigger would be. What about you? Um, yeah, be grateful for just to be with a person that knows me better than anyone. Uh -huh. um, so she would know. We would both know how to support each other in a scary thing. Yeah. If we were about um, to die. You know, I think Carly would probably like nervous whistle a lot. <laughs> and I would. I would be triggered by that. I would. I would probably whistle a lot. Yeah. 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 Be like, there's zombies coming. Uh -huh. Oh God! Whistle. No, I would. If there were zombies, I wouldn't whistle. I wouldn't make a sound. Not a sound. Well, at this point, Laura would have to be a midwife too, and that's. She uh, would have to. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, then we'd I really get eaten. I do it. Then we'd really get eaten. Yeah. 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 No, I think we work well together as a team. We have different strengths, um, and I think maybe we could survive. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like to have a, a drummer who's also an engineer? Oh, it's very nice. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's very nice. I'm guessing it saves you some money, too. Oh, that's good. But no. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't work for free, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he does not work for free. Yeah. Mm -mm. yeah. No. It no. is really great, though, because. Jay, when he does work as far as, um, you know, engineering and mixing, it is um, his sound and, like, his taste and, um, you know, his style is a part of the record or the song, whatever yeah. we're doing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's more than just, like, mixing and mastering. It's, like, he is really a part of it. And he produced our single, The Rules. So that was, like, a big, um, yeah, part of Jay as well. So yeah. it's yeah, amazing. We love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first time I've interacted with Jay, who I've probably known for seven years. This is the first time I've interacted with him without him mentioning that he saw Cliff Burton play with Metallica in 1986 in Oakland. So, you know, I bow to you. Um, well, his drumming on, what is the name of the most recent full length? What? 
The most, most recent full-length full album is The Nature of Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that fucking hard rock drumming really, really works on that album. That, that's the shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got a sound. Yeah. And what is the name of the song that goes, this world is too damn small for a woman like me? Too damn small. Yeah. And what kind of a woman is that? I mean, exactly. Uh... I don't know how to tell. You could just own it. Just show. Just show. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just um, someone who stands up for themselves, someone who stands up for their community and the people that they love um, and uh, knows their worth or at least most of the time knows their worth. Yeah. You know, none of us always know how cool we are. Most of us don't know a lot of the time, but uh, just keep, yeah, trying to stand up for for what we believe in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to quote another lyric and ask you who wrote it. This is a lyric that intimidates me. Okay. A lot. (laughs) You don't know the force of my blow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, my first thought was I wanted to ask what a good man is. I know it's hard to find, but then my second question was if Laura... If Laura wrote it, it might not be about a man anyway. Yeah. So, so what does Carly answer that one? What does a good person look like? <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll answer the good man part. Um, I think for me, a good partner, I'm going to just say partner, yeah. a good partner, man or woman, um, for me is someone who will support what I need for myself without feeling threatened. Or, um, or like they need to prove anything, and just someone who someone who thinks that m- me making myself stronger is something that makes them stronger too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my husband is a good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is, right there. Yeah, he's not scared. Are you? No. Yeah, so, yeah, I think someone who, who, you know, lifts, allows you to lift yourself up and supports that, and if it's good for you, it's good for them. Yeah. What about you? Oh, my other question was, who wrote that song? What was that? That was a a duo, uh, yeah, a co-writing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what makes a good man? Yeah, but I mean, for you, I'm, I'm... it might not be a man, is all I'm saying, but like... A good ooh. partner? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, someone that you can lean on, um, that you know has your back and you have theirs, and mm-hmm. um, that can put ego aside, I think is a big thing, and just be your friend and confidant at the end of the day. Yeah. That you can have fun with and laugh with and... Um, be safe with. And somebody who plays really good third base. Like, and a really good third base player. Where is she? Well, really, second base or anything. Yeah. I don't know where she is. Yeah. <laughs> so Laura's partner, Sam, plays third base on my softball team. And um, one of the things that makes a good partner maybe is somebody who sits alone in... 30 degree temperatures watching our softball game. I don't know why more partners don't watch softball. It's so fun. Well, if you don't like it, 
You don't have to go like mine, you know? It is very cold out. Yeah. 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 And these are double headers, people. These are not, these are like. These two games? Every Wednesday, yeah. In a row? Two hours. I bring my <laughs> blanket and I bring my down coat and I yeah. bring my NA beers and watch. Good job, Laura. Yeah. It's fun. That's a good partner. <laughs> well, also a good partner might be somebody who doesn't take it personally if you don't come to their softball games. That's, that's totally. good. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so your fifth and final album choice together I don't know this was a really hard question I okay so we're gonna tell you two because we're gonna cheat <laughs> we had rumors on there Flea with Mac and then we remembered the first time that we became friends in high school at a party and we thought maybe we should put that on there which was Led Zeppelin 3. Yeah. So, shit. And then we also almost did Janis Joplin, too. So we did. We almost, totally did, just we almost did Cheap Thrills. We're just saying them all, so you can't just take... No take-backsies. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, one of those? Do we Led, have to, Led Zeppelin. Do I'm we going to, with Led Zeppelin. You're gonna, okay. Because that's how our friendship fostered. Okay. <laughs> um, do you play any Led Zeppelin songs? No. 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 I mean, I could sing them, but we've yeah. we've never covered. Jay's about to just like run up here right now yeah. and start playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole like, band I is. do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we we do parts of them in in rehearsal just for funsies. Yeah. But no, we've never covered a Led Zeppelin song. I sang I sang Stairway to Heaven at high school graduation with a couple of the members of my acapella group. I think this place has a sign that says no stairways. So yeah, probably, yeah. I was, I was 18, so yeah. I was allowed to. That wouldn't be the one if we were going to do it. It wouldn't be, no, yeah. no. But at 18, it was definitely the one for yeah. high school graduation. Yeah. You could rock some tangerine. You guys could Love do tangerine. It. Really good tangerine. <laughs> so one of the ways that I got really into Fox Feather was that you opened for us at the Fox, aptly enough, I think twice, mm-hmm. and then the Gothic Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, In the snowpocalypse. Yeah, yeah. And you have an, an incredible song that's called The Rules, in which you invited a lot of our mutual friends, Katie, Alexandra, a lot of other people, yes. to sing on it yeah. at E-Town. Yes. And this song is such a example of... Uh, female empowerment and togetherness and um, it's almost like the song is a fist you know so I just want the Cliff's notes or the VH1 behind the music of that song the writing of it and the recording of it so in whenever we wrote it um, Laura and I were on a duo tour and we were coming back from Minnesota and um, Brent Kavanaugh was uh, just being appointed and we were pissed about it and um, we, we were like three hours from home <laughs> like at the end of this long tr- trip and we were like, you know what, we passed 
we passed this Mexican restaurant and we were like, we need margaritas. Let's go get margaritas. We got a hotel room at the hotel next door to the margarita place. It was like an, an oasis for us in the middle of the of highway. Nebraska. We, like, we must go there. Yeah, in the middle of Nebraska. hotel with a Mexican restaurant next to it. Uh-huh. And so we went and had some margaritas and we stayed at this really gross motel. Um, or it wasn't a motel, it was a hotel, but it was gross. And we sat on the floor and wrote that song and it just sort of kind of fell out of us. So, um, which sometimes happens. Sometimes songs take a really long time to write and sometimes they just sort of, it just come out not very organically. And so we wrote that song um, and that's kind of how it was. It, we didn't edit it much. We didn't change it much. We just kind of, it kind of just came to us in a way. Um, and then we brought it to the band and now we play it and a lot. And Jay uh, engineered, whoever he went, there he is, engineered the, the track that we've got out on Spotify. And um, we have an awesome music video for it that we did with um, Creation Media here in Denver. Yeah. Uh, we did the video up in Gold Hill, but they're out of Denver. Yeah. And um, on it, you know, we've got this choir of women. We, yeah. we booked E-Town Hall in Boulder and got this choir of women to do the big chorus at the end. And yeah, and yeah it just sort of was like this little, this little tan of baby yeah. <laughs> that, that we birthed and now we've got, and now we've got it. So... Yeah. If anyone hasn't seen the video for The Rules by Fox Feather, you got to check it out. Um, I like songs that really, almost like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, they turn around at the end. Yeah. And, and that song, The Oppressed Becomes The, the Oppressor at yeah. the end. Yeah. Do you remember like a light bulb above your head about ending that song? Well, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we've got the hammer, which to, at the time was like the gavel, right? Yeah. Um, and um, there's just this idea about just, I, I, I kind of took the idea from somewhere I had seen online, but like this idea of like, as a woman, like you can fuck with me so much. <laughs> um, but in the end, like, like, just that idea of like, you better hope that I'm gonna forgive you and like move on rather than get revenge because I'm more powerful than you. And so I, I just wanted to take that and just encapsulate it. And so that's what we did at the very end of that song is um, you better hope when she sees through the smile, she doesn't want revenge. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. This might be a stupid question, but did you, did both of you listen to a lot of Alanis Morissette? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jagged Little Pill. Oh my God, Jagged Little Pill. Okay. That's going on the cabin list. <laughs> yes. Well, I just have one more question for each of you. And then after that, I would love it if you would bring your rock star band up and play the rules. I see them. I see one, two. If you, can find, if you can find them. Yeah, we'll find them. Um, thanks to everybody for coming out. And um, thank you.
Thank you to Fox Feather. Thank you for our awesome engineers over there. Um, and thanks to you, Adam. Someone's got to be a dork, you know. It's usually me. Um, thanks, thanks to number 38 for having us. Um, okay, so you, you got your cabin and your zombies and your midwife. And... Um, you better read up, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got your Mile High stash now, which apparently has seven albums, you know. Um, Sorry. But if each of you could also bring one item, as long as you can carry it as you're escaping up to Gold Hill or something like that, what, what item would each of you choose? Okay, I can't carry a piano. No. A thumb piano, you know. One item? Not like, I mean, my dog, aside from my partner, not a living thing. Not, I think that's okay. It's an item. I mean, um, I, I'm guessing it's a small, small dog. To carry it. No. Her just, dog is not big. small. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you see a piano and I'm like, ooh, guitar, easy answer. Yeah. I think a, a pen. A pen? A pen. And a guitar. And if I could just throw it in there, because I'm in the habit of throwing extra things in there, like a journal and a crossword puzzle book would be great, too. Yeah. Okay, a pen. Just a, a pen. pen. Yeah. Just a pen. Well, because, you know, you're going to be up at that cabin, and you're going to have thoughts, and you're going to want to mark the date, and there's not going to be a pen. And then you're just going to be, you know. Like, I guess that's true. If it is both of us. Yeah. Up in Gold Hill, stranded, a guitar and a pen. Yeah. Yeah. Or some chapstick, maybe. <laughs> Just things that, like, you know, essential things you don't think about that when you can't find them, they drive you crazy. A pen. Guitar. A guitar and a pen. That seems so just, like, trite. <laughs> I know. It's a hard, it's a hard question. If you don't We're have so a guitar, corny. you're going to wish that there was a guitar if she didn't bring one. So. I'm going to be pissed if there's yeah. not a guitar up there. Yeah. 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 So. And I figured she would bring a guitar, so I didn't think to pack one. Yeah. 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 There you go. A Maybe a coffee or... maker. I don't a know. Coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> Is there... I know that's the answer or like the question in the middle of the night tonight, at 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, obviously. This. Huh. So. I mean, if you brought a coffee maker, you don't have coffee, you don't have a mug, you don't have electricity. So, yeah. I, I don't know. yeah. I need to know the accommodations yeah, to know yeah. what I need to bring. Yeah. Is there continental breakfast? <laughs> there is food and water for indefinite and a crank-powered Victrola. That's all you get. That's it. Okay. No, a pen. A pen. A pen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A pen. I support that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to want to write shit down. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you to Laura and Carly <laughs> of Fox Feather. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank thank you so you. much for listening, hanging out. I'm excited to hear the rules. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. That was Fox Feather and me having some fun at number 38 in Denver recently. That was a heck of a night. Um, uh, check out Fox Feather at foxfeathermusic.com or on tour or on all the streaming things. 
thanks for listening. And if you're in Colorado, I hope to see you Saturday, June 3rd, when I do another live recording of Mile High Stash with Steve Varney of Gregory Allen, is a Cubs band, uh, also known as Kid Reverie, at the Roots Music Project in Boulder. Head to rootsmusicproject.org to reserve your free ticket to that event. See you soon. Actually, I hope to also see you on Memorial Day at the Gold Hill Inn. Um, It's going to be a busy day, a double bill, uh, rolling harvest and gasoline lollipops at the annual um, barbecue in, in Gold Hill, one of my favorite places on earth. And the opening act will be Phoebe Hunt, who I'm hearing a lot of good stuff about. Anyway, um, hope to see you there. Hope to see you right back here every Monday as well. <laughs> <laughs>